let's let's talk a little bit about men because there's got to be a, a hormonal cascade in men as well, isn't there? I mean, we we know that with women there's the ovulation cycle, the menstruation cycle. Men have got to be affected by that. And how do men's hormones change, say, through the monthly cycle? Oh, yeah. It's, we don't have a monthly cycle. We have a weekly cycle. And most people have no idea about this. This stuff is like our weekly cycle is testosterone, okay? Testosterone, men have 10 times more testosterone. And most people have to realize it's only – it was a professor at Stanford who finally did the research on this. I've been talking about it for years, but it verified what I've been saying is testosterone is the magic hormone for men. Now we're learning about it and, and more and more in terms of medicine. But – Taking testosterone is not the answer. Making testosterone is the answer. And why is it, how do you make testosterone as a man? Well, you have to understand your bodily rhythms, okay? And you have to understand that if your team, like a sports team wins, your testosterone goes up. If your sports team loses, your testosterone goes down. That's just reality. Now, add to that, why is it that your when your team wins, testosterone goes up? Because when you feel successful, when you get messages that you're a success, testosterone goes up. When you get messages that you're a failure, testosterone goes down. Testosterone also regulates a man's romantic feelings, his libido, his interest in his partner, his caring, his sharing. Healthy testosterone is what allows men to be wonderful, wonderful beings. It brings out the best in men. But testosterone was thought to create aggression. Actually, testosterone doesn't create aggression. But what happens is high estrogen, and now we come back to all the xenoestrogens in our environment, which actually bind with estrogen receptor sites send the message to the brain the brain of a man that your estrogen levels are high and therefore don't make testosterone. This is very interesting is that when a man's body has too much estrogen, his body stops making testosterone. Now, aggression, irritability, uh, being bummed out, moody, pouty, lazy, all those experiences in men, the worst of men, will occur only when his estrogen levels are too high, that's the female hormone, and his testosterone levels are too low. There is, however, something called aggression. Now, aggression is when a man's fight or flight uh, gets triggered. He's in danger. He has to take fast action. His testosterone levels will rise, and they will rise too high. So that's called testosterone that's too high. And at a certain point, that's still fine. It gives you calmness. It gives you coolness. It gives you detachment. It gives you motivation. It gives you faster reaction time. It's amazing what high testosterone will do for you until you lose confidence. If you lose confidence and you don't know what to do and you've got high testosterone because you're in fight or flight, then your body releases an enzyme which converts your testosterone, aromatase is the enzyme, Mm. it converts Uh your testosterone in your brain into estrogen. And suddenly a man has a surge of estrogen and that's where he feels huge anger, that's where he'll experience fear, that's where he'll experience tremendous grief and depression. All the worst traits of men on an emotional level happen not from testosterone, but from too much estrogen. And aggression particularly, which we want to have less of in this world, is when men are not anchored in their masculinity. They don't know what to do. When a man doesn't know what to do and he's in danger, then testosterone turns into aggression. And if once we teach men how what to do in relationships so that you can always get what you want, <laughs> always get what you want, and realize what's realistic, what's not, and then set your goals based on that, uh, then suddenly no aggression is there. I mean, this is the answer. All the answers are there, just like with alternative energy. All the answers are there. We just have to put it into practice. Same thing with relationship. The answers are there, but we have to put it into practice, and people just don't know enough about it. That's why I want to be at your conference. This is such powerful information, and it goes so 
wonderfully with all the information of health because one can't work without the other. That that was great, John. That's awesome. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about some of the information I've seen is that married people live longer and are healthier. But you're telling me a statistic that's that shocking statistic about the number of single people out there. It, it, how much? What was that statistic again? That was incredible. twice as many. If you go 30 years back, okay, the relationship of adults, uh, single adults versus married adults, you now have uh, twice as many single people. And another statistic that's new as well is 52% of the population that could be married are single. So over than half of the people out there are single. Uh, and if you look at compare that to 30 years ago. More, way, way, way more people were married. And now, and the trend is just going up more and more. Because what happens is when women, women basically said, we're no longer going to feel restricted and oppressed by old traditional marriage rules. And so women went to the workplace and they went out. Men said, hey, we're not going to just, you know, give up our lives and go to the army. We're not just going to work in these jobs that we don't care about. And our only happiness is bringing home money to our families. We want to be more in touch with what I call our female side, our feeling side, the part of us wants to follow our bliss, follow our dreams. So back in the 60s, you know, we grew our hair out. You know, we wore pink shirts. We said, you know, make peace, not war. Suddenly there was a shift of masculinity. Likewise, there was a shift of femininity. Women said, we want jobs. We want independence, independence, detachment, motivation, you know, to make your own money and so forth. That's all the male side. So as women went to their male side, their challenge is coming back to the female side. For men, as they went to their female side, how do you stay, you know, anchored in your masculine side? So what I see is the answer is finding a balance within us, finding our own unique balance of masculine feminine qualities, and then finding balance. And women who are naturally more on their male side, they have the most difficult time coming back to their female side. So they're just not happy. Their hormones are out of balance. They're stressed out. I was just watching Bill Maher's show, this woman who wrote a book called The Single Woman. And all she did is talk about how oppressive marriage is. My marriage isn't oppressive. My wife is ecstatic. What happens is when women don't have that pair bonding hormone, their stress levels are chronically high. And so what we see is one out of four women are, are taking antidepressants. They're stressed out, so stressed out. Wow. You know, one out of four women taking antidepressants, twice as many women as men take antidepressants. But what you'll see on the male side, we're stressed out too if we don't have love, is that you'll get way, way more alcoholics and drug addicts than men. That's the way men treat their depression. Whereas women just go, go to their doctor, get some pair bonding with their doctor. That's why women go, go to doctors more often. <laughs> it's a get some oxytocin, but not enough. They give them that pill. And once you're on the pill, uh, either whether it's the, well, there's the birth control pill that also suppresses progesterone, but natural progesterone production, one out of three women on birth control pills is uh, taking an antidepressant as well. I mean, that's a whole other wow. subject, but I will be covering that. It's, we don't realize that since the birth control pill, depression in America has dramatically increased. Over half the women in the country are of reproductive age are taking birth control pills and then suddenly in the last 35 years what we see is you know the all these crazy menopausal symptoms that women have all these symptoms of imbalance if you go to indigenous tribes women don't have menopausal symptoms like hot flashes and sleeplessness and wanting to kill their husband none of that stuff happens uh it's basically this modern time we have been messing with hormones and women don't realize when they're taking the pill they're taking hormone replacement 
Their body doesn't ovulate. Their body doesn't drop an egg. If you can't drop an egg for those 14 days, your body doesn't make progesterone. Women's bodies require progesterone to calm the brain. So what we have is an overactive, overwhelmed, overstressed woman's brain today. And you get a man hooked up with her, he'll fall asleep. Uh, you know, when, when women are busy, 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 men just sit back and watch. Uh, men need to be inspired and motivated to give more, to do more, to be energized by a woman feeling, oh, I'm so glad he's in my life. I don't have to do it all. But when a man's not in a woman's life, she feels I have to do it all. And when a man's with a woman who feels she has to do it all, then he'll sit back and not be motivated to create testosterone. So we see all of this imbalances going on. But coming back to your original point, people are happily married, live much longer, have less less risk of heart disease, less risk of cancer, less risk of autoimmune diseases. They're much healthier because they have love. To create a happy marriage, not a marriage, but a happy marriage, there is a distinction there. You have to be able to provide the kind of emotional support that would lower a woman's stress and that would lower a man's stress by supporting his testosterone, the success hormone, whereas a man has to learn to promote for women the, the female hormones, estrogen, oxytocin, progesterone, which means that she can depend on him, she feels he's there for her, and she has time for herself to do what she loves to do. Those are the three different hormone states for women. That was, John, that was brilliant. We are so excited to have you at the conference, and I know you're just going to dive in with everything you just, just gave us, and then so much more detail. This is really great stuff. Real quick, before we we, we close off this conversation. Some practical things right now that, that men and women can do. For example, should men and women get together, let's say we're having trouble as a couple, and detoxify our bodies, see if we can get those xenoestrogens out, go organic, um, drink lots of water, get hydrated, and get, get the, the toxins out. Um, give us a few practical things like that that you'd recommend for couples or even single people looking to get into it a loving and healthy relationship. Well, we're going to have to divide that in half. What you just said, I agree with completely. <laughs> Everything you just said, uh, people need to do in order to have better relationships. But I'll, I'll pull one thing out of that, because uh, I will be talking about lots of that stuff, too, in my talk. But I'll pull one thing out, and that's called cleansing. Uh, one day a week or a couple of days a month, whichever you want to choose, to not eat your normal foods, but to basically take a, some good Good supplements to give your body some maybe some extra minerals and some extra vitamins. Take some supplements, drink water, and have lemon, uh, and that's your diet for a day. That will help knock the estrogens out of your body. Excess estrogens are destroying relationships like crazy, and we can easily go for a day without eating. And that fasting is such a key key thing for Re rebalancing the hormones. Your liver needs time to get rid of all this extra estrogen that is, that's stuck in the body. Uh, and, and what's ironic, again, is when you don't have ex, this is for women. Take this idea. When you don't have everything that allows a woman to appreciate a man, you know, what does a man want to be appreciated? What does a woman want to be able to be with a man she appreciates? Well, a woman's ability to appreciate a man or to appreciate her life is based upon needing to make estrogen. Estrogen is that part of us that says, I need help. Hey, help me. Help me. Give me a ride. <laughs> uh, give me a hug. Uh, listen to me. You know, uh, give me some support. That's the estrogen part of us. Okay. We all have it. It's just much higher, 10 times higher in women. Now, if you are experiencing toxicity in your body, 
that's xenoestrogens. What's happening is your body already has all this too much estrogen, then you don't feel your need for estrogen. So you're walking around as a woman and you're going, why do I need a man? I don't need a man. Uh, why do I need him to feel good? I just don't feel good, but I don't need him to feel good. See, what happens is you've got to feel the need for something. You've got to feel the emptiness of estrogen to then motivate you into activities that will then stimulate that estrogen. And for women without estrogen, their stress levels are off the chart. They, what happens is they, they need estrogen in order to feel that I need help. Then when they get help, their body makes oxytocin, and it's that oxytocin that actually has been proven to be the hormone that lowers cortisol or stress in her. But oxytocin doesn't do anything unless she has plenty of estrogen. So, she, so you know, we have to understand that th this is a, a complex brew of hormones, but simple skills can help us to find that balance within ourselves. A body and its infinite intelligence does it, but we have to cooperate with it. But as soon as we throw into the mix these fake estrogens, or you're taking estrogen, which is once again another ingredient in, in birth control pills, when you're taking estrogen, your body no longer feels the need to make it. It's the need to make estrogen that makes women attracted to men. It's, it makes a woman vulnerable and open. But most important, it allows her to appreciate a man uh, women basically don't appreciate men the way they used to, at least when they're not happily married. And what do I need a man for? My gosh, what do you need a man for? Why do we need anybody needing you? That's part of being a human being is that we need each other. We need to love each other and be loved. But if you're taking hormone replacement, you no longer feel the need to make those hormones. And now you see all these women <laughs> taking hormone replacement. Your body's a hormone factory. And as soon as you start taking hormones, what happens is you no longer feel your need to make those hormones. You no longer need a partner. You just need your pills. Uh, and, and that's not what we want. We want to find it within ourselves. Anyway, so that was uh, a little off track there. <laughs> <laughs> that was John Gray. You are amazing. And, and I am so excited to hang out with you at the Longevity Conference. Thanks so much for your time. And and we took you away from your writing. It sounds like you're really into it. And, and I apologize for that. But we are so appreciative of the information you've given us. Um, we're going to see you right there. I'll probably see you on Thursday, September 29th, um, the day before the whole thing kicks off, or, or maybe just the day of, which is Friday, September 30th. For everybody who's listening, you just heard John Gray. His books have sold over 50 million worldwide. He's an absolute advocate of healthy relationships, one of the greatest advocates that's ever lived but also an amazing authority in health. And he's going to be, he's going to be laying it down. He's going to be laying down gender specific stress management for optimal health and resilience. All the details are at the longevity now conference.com Friday, September 30th through Sunday, October 2nd, 2016 at the Hilton Anaheim right next to Disneyland in Orange County, California. We'll see you there. Thanks so much for joining us. And I know I speak for John as well. We're wishing you the best day ever.